Hi everyone, welcome to Type Talks. Today we're here to talk about signs you are an EP. And the EP types are the ENTP, ENFP, ESTP, and ESFP. Yeah, so as we move from the IP types into the EP types, one thing that you're going to notice is that EPs tend to be much more comfortable in the arena of jumping in. So IPs may do the same thing, but they're going to they're going to have a moment of pause before they jump in typically. Whereas an EP tends to jump and then sort of assess afterwards what the consequences of that was and decide if it's worth moving ahead or not kind of after the fact. Absolutely, Diane. And so EPs are more likely to jump in first and either experience or remain open to all the possibilities. And then they narrow down after that. Whereas for the IPs, they tend to need a little bit more of a push to interact with the external world. And so it's about order of preference. EPs tend to prioritize gathering and taking in new over the IPs. And so that leads us to our first sign. The first sign that you are an EP or might be an EP is that you're comfortable in chaos. That tends to be tr pretty true of most EPs. So EPs are going to lead with either SE or any. And with SE, there's there's a great ability to react to changing in fast-paced environments and to be able to really concentrate on the most interesting or important aspect in any given moment. So truly being able to be in the moment using SE, um, being sort of okay with physical chaos and almost able to sort through a lot of information quickly and then narrow in on what's most important in the moment. So really being good in, in an emergency, for example. So you prioritize the stimuli essentially over the goal or the plan. Um, really, really taking in and gathering, as you said earlier, Joyce, is really, is really what the EP is going to be most interested in. And then with any, it's less about the actual experience, but more about just chaos in general tends to stimulate new connections for any. So any almost enjoys a chaotic environment because it stimulates more connections in the brain, more ideas, more brainstorming. Yeah, chaos is a state in which EPs can gather the most information with a fresh pair of eyes. And so EPs like chaos because it's novelty, it's new. Their brains can absorb and gather something that is completely interesting and challenging and unseen before, unexpected, and they can experiment with it, they can play with it, they can interact with it, they can learn from it, they can consume it. And so EPs really relish in that environment where it's unpredictable because it puts them into a flow state. They're able to be in a state where they're absorbing variety around them. And that variety is stimulating for them because then it's either a new experience for them or it generates new connections and ideas for them. And so the second sign is you are always in search for the new. For SE, it's new experiences. And for NE, it's new mental connections and novel ways of seeing the known. And so EP types really thrive in keeping their options open and having the ability to be flexible and to be able to work with either the moment or with all of the different ways you could see something. The novelty, as we said, it's very invigorating. Yes, and the opposite too. Sometimes you'll notice that you're an EP by the fact that you feel limited 
when the options are narrowed or when there's less new. If you're forced into a schedule, into a routine, you can almost feel rebellious in that moment because you really, the newness and the novelty is so important. Um, and having experiences, whether they're mental or physical experiences in general, are extremely important. So if rules are placed upon you by the outside, you tend to want to push against those. Um, and even if they're placed on you by yourself at times, you'll want to push the limits of those boundaries um, and just experiment and experience as much as possible. Yeah. And what can happen when you don't get this freedom too, is that you'll have a lot of pent up energy. So in extroverted sensing, it can be pent up physical energy. That's why they get the reputation or the stereotype of having trouble sitting in a chair for prolonged periods of time, because then they start to get antsy because then they are like, oh, my body wants to start experiencing something new or to go out and use more of my senses. And with NE, you can get antsy and have pent up energy that's mental. And so your brain might be wanting to generate more possibilities or think about more things or be stimulated in new ways, like have an idea that you've never thought about before. And you're going to feel restless if you don't get that kind of stimulation. Yeah, it's almost a pushing against boredom for either an SE or an NE dominant type. Boredom is a big thing that that, that both that both of those dominant types really want to push against and figure out um, how to not be bored. So um, if they're sitting in class, say their mind, if they're any dominant, might be wandering to anything else. Same with SE dominant. It could be if there's nothing else stimulating, either dominant type might be wandering in their mind if they can't physically wander. Um, so there can be some crossover and confusion about which is your dominant function as well with these types. Yeah, because they both try to stave away boredom. Some EPs try to mix up the pot to see what will happen, and others might try to push the boundaries, push the envelope to create a new scenario to happen so that they can feel more energized mentally or physically. So the third point that you are or might be an EP type is that you really trust your decisions most when they're made independently. So an EP type is going to have an introverted judging function as their second function. So for TI, for example, the thoughts or the logic needs to be clean and it needs to be free of bias for it really to be trusted. So someone who has TI in the parent or second function is going to be really um, careful in what they believe. Just because someone's an expert, just because someone has studied something a bunch doesn't mean they're automatically going to accept that conclusion. They're going to want to think about it for themselves and come to their own conclusion. What makes the most sense to me? Um, is this really good logic? And then for FI, it's really going to be about personal values. Do your values align with whatever this decision is? Um, and do they align without question without you sort of considering, mm, is this what I really believe? It's sort of resting into that perfect feeling down to your bones. This feels like the right decision and the right decision for me, not the right decision based on what the group might expect or the group might want. When they take in new experiences or when they think of new possibilities, then the next step is filtering it down and seeing how it gels with their inner self. And it takes the form of TI or FI. And it can be a point of confusion sometimes for EP types in that 
when they're not being the most balanced versions of themselves, they can defer more to the group and end up in people pleasing tendencies and just going with the group sort of, you know, going along to get along, if you will. So there can be that push and pull between those two functions. Um, and it can create, create some confusion, you know, am I valuing the group over my own or am I valuing my own over the group when it comes to decisions? Um, so that can be, that can be an inner confusion point for some EP types trying to determine their, their accurate type. Absolutely. And so the fourth sign is you value your freedom to interact or conceptualize spontaneously and find ways to protect it. Imposed limits or anything that can cause boredom feels suffocating for the EP. And for NE, they have a love-hate relationship with schedules and they struggle to maintain them. NE dominants either don't have routines or they do have routines and they're super anal about them because if even one detail is off, then they might accidentally drop the whole routine and then go without a routine for periods of time. So they have the stereotype of being a selectively anal slob for that very reason. And with extroverted sensing, they can be very last minute and in the moment in their life. And so they may not think much about the future or the past, but they're living in the now. So how extroverted sensing feels is that what's happening right now feels like it's going to last forever. So if SE is going through a really arduous time right now, they might go like, will this never end? Because it just feels like this present moment is projected forward to the future. And so they can be a little bit impatient or seek immediacy because they're like, oh, I want this to happen right now. Because if it doesn't happen now, it might never happen. It's like something six months from now doesn't feel as real as things happening right now. Because anything could happen in the future, something could deviate and it could shift everything off. And so because EP types love freedom, they tend to be very good at bantering with each other because they have a very interactive and playful side. They're very casual and relaxed for most of them. They're really good at like tossing either an observation with extroverted sensing or NE, a connection or a strange association in the moment. And they're able to work with the exchange happening in real time. They're able to exchange fluidly thoughts and associations and observations. And you'll notice this with a lot of EPs. It's their superpower. This ability to gather in the moment, to be flexible, and to, to play. In regards to rules, EP types may see rules as suggestions because they like their freedom and so they might interpret them as they please. And so for these types, they often see plans as possibilities rather than commitments because commitments limit freedom. So they may find themselves canceling or breaking plans with others sometimes, or they view plans as suggestions. And so at their very worst can be seen as flaky, but at their very best can be seen as very flexible, adaptable, and able to improvise and work with whatever's given to them. That's not to say that EPs can't follow plans because they definitely can. They can definitely come on time. They can definitely arrive to their commitments and they can definitely be committed. But if it's in their day-to-day -day life and they're allowed to be more flexible or massage the plan, there is the tendency to see how they're feeling when they're feeling it and if they're still feeling it when they want to do it. So this makes EPs very flexible to last minute adjustments. 
Unless there are factors like trauma that make them a little bit more cautious and less adaptable. And the fifth sign that you are an EP is that you have a conscious awareness of what others need, but you also find it difficult to balance that with your own needs. So early on um, in maturity or in development, it's not uncommon for EPs to not have taken the time to develop their own personal truths or their own personal values, really develop that FI or TI. It's common for them to defer then to the group. And what are the group values or what does the group think? What's going to work in this situation? And then afterwards kind of struggle with feeling out of alignment um, or with cognitive dissonance after the fact um, and kind of wonder why they're left feeling a little bit empty or, or why they have the people-pleasing tendencies. So as an EP, you're not necessarily great at knowing what your own needs are. Um, and this is why people-pleasing loops, like with ETPs, and external production loops are common in EFPs tend to happen. And EPs are genuinely and generally not considering their own principles and values often enough unless they really actively focus on it. So they can be very susceptible to positive feedback loops and kind of staying in the extroverted functions more if they don't work on growth and, and paying attention to those introverted functions. Well put, Diane. EPs have a special place in my heart because most of my friends are EPs. And so this is a shout out for all you wonderful chaos incarnates. All right. And so thanks everyone for watching. I'll see you all in the next episode. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.